This is an ABC podcast. It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Hello, hello, everyone. We are live at Woodbridge Riverside Park for ABC Radio Perth. Listeners, we've been here since 6 o'clock this morning and joined in on Parkrun with many fabulous people who are still here in the audience now. Hello to all of you and hello to everyone at home and our regional listeners who've joined us for the first time. And a big hello to Sabrina Hahn. Oh, Ro, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Running, and it was freezing this morning. (laughs) It was a little bit cooler when we set up at 5am than it is now. I thought of you guys when I didn't wake up until 6 o'clock this morning. and I Turned your radio straight on. Yeah, and I thought, oh, good on them. They'll need to run, otherwise they're going to freeze to death. But how beautiful is this park? I know, I know. It's It's just a gorgeous spot. I'd prefer to walk around it rather than run. But, you know, well, it's, you know, it's, there was uh, the bikes that you could have got a lift on. Oh, that would have been, yeah, that that would have been be, better. There's a flying fox down the back. They're a I really cool a, one. That, I love a flying fox. That's probably got your name written yeah, all over it. Absolutely. And I love the stories of people that lived here years ago that used to go across the river and nick <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Naughty people, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, we had we've had yeah we had texts about people who got married here, people whose families here. My dad had his swimming lessons down yeah, here as a kid. Like, I know. Yeah, it's just a really people, really nice spot. People promise to bring scones and don't. <laughs> Chris Parry. Yeah, he won't have gone home yet because he can't go home no, due to th- his failure to. I think he'll be skulking underneath mm. chairs and things all day today. Probably. Mm. Um, now, if you want to get in touch today, it's just like you usually would. You can give us a call, 1300 720. You can send us a text, 0437-922-720. Or, if you're in the crowd here at Woodbridge, you can just seek out Ebony, who's down the front here, raising her hand, and she can come and see you, and you can ask Sabrina Hahn your gardening question live. If you're in the neighbourhood, you've got time. We're here until 10. You can put your sick little pot plant in the back of the car and come on down and get Sab's help. Yep. I have heard from a reliable source that gardens in Woodbridge are full of all the bad stuff at the moment. Yeah. What, chili thrips? Yep, I heard the word thrip. Oh. Aphids. Oh. But I have to say the garden's in Woodbridge because my son lives very close to this park. Right. And the gardens in Woodbridge are fantastic because they're on bigger blocks. So yes. lots of people here would have their own fruit trees, grow their own veggies, um, try and control chilli thrips. <laughs> roses do really well around here because the soil's a bit heavier. Even I kept roses alive oh. around here. That's how well roses do My around here. My Lord. <laughs> it is a magical spot. Uh, all right. We'll get to our callers in just a moment. Uh, stay on the line and hang with us. We're just going to cross out to someone here, Eb. Yeah, we've got Karen here from Bassendine, and she's got two questions for you, Sab, and she brought a photo oh, along. Oh, so. marvellous. And I bought my glasses along. So, <laughs> on oh, it's, a, it's a match, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, Serena. Thank you. So my first question is, I'm wondering if you can identify this plant, please. Yep, it's... that's Pamelia ferrugine. Great. Um, so um, Pimelia, they, the common name's rice flower. Okay. So it comes in white, pink, and a deep pink, and also marshmallow colour, which Lovely. is white. 
white and pink combined. Oh, lovely. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. That was easy. Yeah, thank That's you. Question one, <laughs> um, and number two, earlier in the year I rang in with a question about my moss white birches and you advised me to get some microbes yes. and I've done that and yep. I'm wondering, are there, I've got other deciduous trees and I've got natives. Can yep. I also use the microbes on yes. those? on everything. Everything? Everything. Great. Absolutely. Excellent. Perfect. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> well worth scooting down from Bassendine to ask Sabrina a question live here this morning. We've got callers on the line as well, 1300 720. We might just go to Beck from 2J, then we'll take another uh, caller, well, person here who's got a question I as well. I have one. But Beck in 2J, good morning to you. Oh, hi, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good, good Beck. Um, well, I'm not superstitious, but I've got these um, three really big jade plants in my front garden. So this, the, the trunks are like about 15 centimetres wide yeah. and they really need cutting. But is it a really bad luck thing to cut your jade plants? No, I don't know where that little wife Mark, stuff yeah. came from. Um, oh. No, 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 no. In fact, so if you cut, cut your... Them back? Yeah, you can go hard. They'll shoot from a stem that's only 10 centimetres long. So get your reciprocating oh. saw out, Beck, and hook in. Oh, good. Well, there's a fun day planned. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Beck. No worries. Just down the road in yeah, 2J. Yeah, absolutely. Over to you, Eb. We have Leslie from Greenmount here. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Leslie. I have a question for Sabrina. I have a fiddlewood tree in my front garden. Yeah. Um, it's got its leaves at the yep. moment. They've yep. just come on. Um, but I'm losing branches every year. The branches are dying, ah. and I've got a lot of dead wood in the tree. I really don't want to lose it because no. it gives my garden shade. Yeah. Um, so, any suggestions? So the fiddlewood tree, it's amazing we have planes coming overhead, which is... Which is quite a joy, isn't it? The mayor of the city of Swan taught me it's called the Woodbridge Pause. Oh, okay. You just take a moment. Okay. Ah, and off it goes. Off it goes. Okay. <laughs> so, um, now, uh, the thing about fiddlewood trees is they're a very, very long-lived tree and they do what's called self-pruning. So they'll throw out dead branches from time to time. Usually every 10 years they'll do this big branch drop. So there's no need to worry because they'll live for 500 years. Um, but what you will have to do is give it a really good prune. So not now. <laughs> so now that it's just getting ready to dump all the old leaves and bring the new leaves on. So they will shed their leaves two or three times a year, not in winter, which is weird. Um, so at the end of summer, you need to give it a really hard prune. Get rid of all that dead wood and bring everything else down by 50%. There we go. My That's really, really great. Yeah. I didn't want to lose the tree. No, I, I had that in mind, but it's going to ruin the tree for a while. But yeah, that's I'm, right. I'm prepared to do that. I yeah. just don't want to lose the tree. No, no. Right. So. Thank you so much. My pleasure. <laughs> Look at you just making people happy this I Saturday know, morning. Sam. 12 past nine on Roots and Shoots. Rowan and Sabrina, we are out in Woodbridge. We're at Woodbridge Riverside Park. Uh, and if you're out here and you've got a question, then come and see Sab. We'll mm. keep taking your calls at home. We'll get some texts as well. Um, and on our way to our next question here, let's go out to uh, Bill, who's on the line. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. What can we do for you, Bill? Bill, I've been, I've been given a, uh, uh, some bowls. They were told they were lilies. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the name is, but the flower is 
So the sky blue, the going into pink, and right. the leaves are light green with a with a yellow stripe down the middle of them. The, right. the, the, bulbs, the bulbs look like um, what do you call the, uh, what do you call the other things for the uh, I can't think of the name of now. But uh, one how, of you, the name how of big, it, How how big are they, Bill? How how big do they grow? Um, the the stand up about the stems about uh, eighteen inches, twenty inches. Right. And the flower itself is it, it's uh, it's a well, that's about six inches long and about four or five inches wide. Okay, so it's a big, big flower. I was also told it was rare. Yeah, well, it certainly sounds very rare. I reckon it's a South African bulb of some sort. Unless I, I'm stuck without the picture, Bill. Is there any way that you could send through a picture? Well, I can't now because it, 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 it's, it's just starting to throw shoots now. Okay, right. All right. I'll have to do my homework <laughs> on that without a picture, Bill. Um, okay. Can you listen in next week and I'll get the name of it for you? Thank you very much. I'll do that. Okay, my pleasure. Good on you, Bill. Thank you. Eb. Hi, we've got Lee here from Woodbridge, a local. Hello, Hello. Lee. How are you? Good. I've been sent by my friend Lynn. Yes. She's got beautiful fruit trees. Yeah. But so many fruit flies that they never get to the fruit, and she doesn't know if there's anything she can do about it, or does she need to cut down the fruit trees and start again? Oh, no, don't cut down the fruit trees. Yeah. So... Uh, well, the the best way to keep fruit fly off your fruit is to actually net the entire tree. Now, there's a new lure that's just come out yeah. that attracts male fruit flies, and it's really effective. Um, so if you go onto my website, because they're not available. Okay. Um, so if you go onto my website, it tells you where to get them from. Yep. Um, so they're fruit fly lures. Then you've got the things like uh, Dipel, um, which is a chemical for, um, well, it's, it's natural. It's, it's organic. Uh, that's safe to spray. Uh, then you've got um, another uh, lure made by organic crop protectants. But these pheromone lures are the thing that you need. They're really, really effective. So okay, sabrinahan.com.au talks about how they work, why they work and where to get them from. Can I ask you one more question? Onion weed around this area is yes. really bad, the, the thick stuff. And yeah. I've been trying to get it out of my garden for ages. Yeah. Is there any way you just have to keep digging it up and pulling it out? There is a um, there is a herbicide that you can use, but I wouldn't use it if you've got pets and kids. Yeah. The most effective way is literally to go out. I know it sounds wacko, but to go out with a <laughs> pair of scissors. Coming from me, I know. Right. <laughs> a pair of scissors and keep cutting it off. Yes. Okay. If you pull the bulb, you're going to leave the bulb. I know. I tried that. It doesn't They're work. everywhere. Yeah. Yep. So you keep cutting them off. Yep. Starves the bulb. Okay. And then it dies. Fantastic. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Good on you, Lee. Thank you. Um, Joanne has pulled over on the side of the road, oh. so we will go to her. So yes. she can get back on her way to wherever she's heading. Hey, Joanne. Good morning. Um, just a quick question. Mm. Um, I've got a mango tree that I bought that stuff to inject into the trunk to stop that oh, dying yeah. off and that crap. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. What time of the year can I do it? Now. <laughs> now. Now. And, right. yeah, and, and Joanne, you also need to spray the tree if you can. Okay. Like, with I know the same it's probably, stuff? With the same stuff. It's probably going to be a big tree, but, yep. um, but inject and spray. Cool. All right. Beauty. Thank you. Okay, no worries. Thanks, Joanne. Good on you, Joanne. Back to you, Ab. We've got Teresa here from Middle Swan. Hello, Teresa. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You've got some beautiful flowers. Yeah, oh. I bring it for you. Oh. And uh, I would like to know the name of okay. this flower. Okay, so this is a flowering epidendron. There's about 200 of them, so I ah, don't know. Yeah. I will, um, if Eb gets your contact number... I'll look it up in my epidendron. So this is a flowering cactus, basically, isn't it? Stunning. Yeah, and they it's last beautiful. for one day, and then they. No, nearly gone. two days. Oh, two I got days. another one. Oh, you're. I got a, a three in one plant yeah. this year. Beautiful. beautiful. And, and this, this is, is the sandendron lily. Yes, we call them Christmas lilies. A very, very nice perfume. Yes. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. Smell that. Gorgeous. Oh, this is nice, and I have a bad sense of you smell. You are a gun gardener. <laughs> <laughs> green, t- green finger. Yeah, I don't know. Green fingers. And I will get the or name. finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the name of this particular variety for you, Teresa. Yeah, thank you. It is stunning. If you have a time, not really important. I bring this for, for you. We grow ah. and uh, I, I process like oh. this for you. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. <laughs> that is impressive. That is so. We'll get a picture of that. Teresa, you're Peter, spoiling us. Can you come every week? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> With Teresa, we get Teresa in the picture. <laughs> Very nice. We've got the Kodak moment happening at the moment. Teresa and her beautiful flowers and and also homegrown that beautiful homegrown garlic. garlic. It seems a shame to pull it off and eat it, but I love garlic. Oh, I love garlic. They last Teresa. a long time, like yeah, this. They do. Yeah. You can give her for for three, four months. Beautiful. Mm. I think I think the reason the Italians are such good cooks is because they grow such great food. <laughs> it's uh, too much garlic. <laughs> Doesn't <That> matter. <laughs> it's only it's only the dog that will worry. <laughs> good on you, Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. Thank that you, is wonderful. You. Have a lovely day. Thank you. Thank you. And your husband as and well. And there's Teresa's husband. He's all, he, I bet you, nice you're out. Nice to yeah. meet you, you're, Vito. Vito, yeah. you'll be out in the garden too, I should be. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Do the most. Do the most. They are the job. Yeah. Yeah. But you're in the kitchen cooking up the produce. In the kitchen, the water is yes. a little bit, um, you know, um, not very heavy stuff. And, per- yeah. and that's all right. A perfect match. Yeah, this this why my wife is to grow the garlic. Yes. Uh, to smell the garlic, say you stay away from me. <laughs> Thank you so much. That is wonderful. Thank you, Thank you both you. for coming by. If you're here at Woodbridge Riverside Park or have time to get here before 10 o'clock, you're more than welcome to come and bring your plants, bring your flowers, bring your produce and show it off to Sabrina. Uh, otherwise... Uh, you can also, if you're at home, still joining the conversation. 1300 222 720. Sarah Knight has 
brought across some ABC Perth Aww. show bags, which she gets to give a gift in return yeah. to Teresa, which is absolutely lovely. Thank you for that. Uh, text coming through, of course, Sab. Yes. Um, hi, Sabrina. Jane here from Geraldton. My, I don't know if it's a typo or just me. Ixorus? Yeah, Ixorus. Yep, okay. Yeah. Uh, coral fire are going very yellow and leaves falling off have given them some... Azalea Fertiliser. Hope you can help. Love um, the show. Did, did she say where she's from? Geraldton. Geraldton. Okay. Yep. So, Ixora, beautiful bush. We should grow them more here. So, um, even Geraldton's been cold this winter. So, um, now, some parts of Geraldton have acidic soil, which they prefer. I reckon it's just the cold weather. If it ever gets warmer and we get sunshine for longer than two hours, um, the Exora will come back, but don't fertilise them again until it starts warming up. So all the Exoras will go yellow in, in after winter and a cold, wet spring, but it will come back. Beautiful. Uh, there you go, Jane. Over to you, Eb. We have got Pat here. You gave Pat and Pete a shout-out earlier. They're loyal yes. listeners to Saturday Breakfast. Yes. And Pat has a question for Sabrina. Yes, yes. we have a very tall palm tree yeah. and it keeps dropping seeds and bulbs. Yes. And my husband picks them out dutifully, but they come straight up again. Yes. Is there anything we can do to um, get on top of them? We went to a nursery and they said they didn't really know. They said, well, what you, the only thing you can do is when the palm flowers, you cut that flower head off. It's a really... Great big tall one. I know. So we have to look, you know, there are hundreds of these things growing up in the garden. There's nothing that you, you can do to prevent it from fruiting unless you cut the flower head off in, and you need someone in with a pole pruner. Oh, okay. I don't even know it's got flowers. It's a property we don't know at all. Yeah, so oh, it's very, very tall. And it, yeah. And they just come up about that height and my husband yep. pulls them up every time. Yeah. If we yep. put a newspaper on them and put mulch on top of it, any yeah, chance? Yeah, you could try weed matting as yep. long as the seed can't root into the ground. Oh, okay. It's in the, but it's in, it's in the ground. The seed's yes. in the ground, so yes. no good. With the, but if you use weed matting, it will prevent it from doing that. Okay, not newspaper, no weed no, matting. Okay, it'll push through. Okay, push through newspaper. Oh, no I thought I just yeah. All right, yeah. well that's weed matting. Okay, okay. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Brenda. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Very good. It's twenty-three past nine. Gardening with Rowanna and Sabrina on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Sad. Plenty of people coming to say hello and bring you their gardening problems. Well, the standard's been set now, hasn't it? <laughs> Flowers, homegrown garlic. You know, not that I'm pushing for it, but it's appreciated, know, is what you're trying to say. It's extremely appreciated. It's wonderful. It's so lovely. You know, to have people that are really passionate about their garden mm. and and they and they like to show you what they've done. It's just. It's heartwarming for me to meet uh, fellow gardeners like yourself. Just like me. Just (laughs) like me, Sabrina. Let's head down to Bustleton now. We're going to say hello to Melva. Hi, Melva. Hi. Hello and good morning to everybody. Um, I have a query for Sabrina. Yeah. I've I've got to replace a a wooden trellis, um, one that's been there for 20-odd years, and it was one of those um, treated with stuff to stop the white ants from getting at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Some things grew against it quite willingly and others didn't. Now, I've got to replace it, and I'm wondering if painting it would cover the the, the poison yuck and the plants would... Yes? Yes, that's the job to do, Malva. So you just need an acrylic... 
paint. You don't need an oil base, just an acrylic yep. paint and just paint it. Oh, great. I've been thinking maybe I could do that because all the other alternatives, there was either a bit of weld mesh or something else that didn't nah, look right. It's nah, a patio nah. at the back, you know, and I yeah. want to, I've got a little enclosed space there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, oh, that sounds good. Yep, well, thanks for that. I'll, thank you very much. Okay. My pleasure, Melva. And hopefully it won't rain. You'll be able to paint it today. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can live in hope. <laughs> thanks. Exactly. See you. Thanks, Bye. Melva. Just a heads up, we're five minutes away from Sab's Pick of the Week. Eb's usually really calm about loading those up, but she even gave me a warning this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, mm, I don't know what that means for everyone here at the park. The park might be empty at 25 to 10. But Sab's Pick of the Week coming to you very soon. Eb, back to you. <laughs> We've got Alina here from Boya, and Alina's got a photo for you, Sabrina. We have a mulberry tree, which is beautiful looking. Yeah. Um, and the fruit is sweet but flavourless. Right. Um, and I'm wondering if there's something we can do to improve the flavour of the fruit or whether it's a variety it's issue. A, it's a variety issue. Okay. Yeah. So chop it down, plant a new one? Well, uh, that's what I would do. And you're only young. So, yes, go for it. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> um, and not far from here, there's a, there's a nursery that specialises in fruit trees. Uh-huh. And he has, he's got some of the old heritage mulberry as well. Okay. So I'd go and check those out because there are some beautiful eating mulberries. Okay. Do you know the name of that nursery? Uh, I do, but I'll have to write it down for you. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Thank you. That's how we get around things when we've got a live audience. You can actually just pass them a note. That's exactly right. Which is uh, super handy. We'll slip in a few more of your calls before half past nine. Before that, though, um, there's a girl standing by. She's a bit nervous. She doesn't want to talk, I think. But she did turn 10 yesterday. <gasps> 10, so we should just say old. happy birthday for yesterday, Erin. Oh, thank Aaron. you. Did you get anything good for your birthday? Yeah. What did you get? Mm. Did you get a new baby doll? A new baby doll. Nice. Oh, clothes. wow. Lots of things. Clothes. Did you have a good birthday? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's the important thing. Have you got any gardening questions that you need to ask Sabrina? No. No, No. that's all right. You just came to say hi. Happy birthday. I hope you had a wonderful day yesterday. Uh, If anyone does have a gardening question, they can also come and say. I have one. There we go. We've got Yvonne here. Hi, girls. Hello. Okay, I've just been given two beautiful raspberry bushes. Yeah. And I want to know when am I going to get the raspberries? What can I expect? Okay, and so how do I look after them? Raspberries fruit on in the second year. So you get raspberries quite quickly. Now, they don't like the really hot afternoon sun, so give them morning sun up to about midday or dappled light. They need humus rich soil, so put in compost and manure. Uh, do you live around here locally? Yes, we okay, do. So you you the soil here isn't too bad. But they're I, in pots. I put them oh, in pots. Oh, okay. Pots. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Nice big pots. So rather than just straight potting mix, you're going to mix in a bit of compost and a bit of chicken manure. Okay. They love chicken poo. Yeah, I'll go and find um, some. <laughs> so sun until uh, midday and make sure you keep the water up in summer. Don't prune them for two years. Okay, just let them go. Just All let right. them go. And then you prune them when they finished fruiting at the end of summer. Okay. Yep. Beautiful. Great. Okay. Thank you. I look forward to all those raspberries on my breakfast. <laughs>
Good job. Thank you, Yvonne. Uh, on our way to Sab's Pick of the Week, let's slip in a caller. Uh, we're going to go to Shane, who's down in Mandra. Hello, Shane. Hello. Hello, Shane. G'day, Sabrina. Um, I've got a garden bed that's about a metre wide, um, uh, three metres long, and I want to plant some... Um, hello. Some, some what, sorry? Hello, you there? Just, yeah. Just oh. say that again, Shane, that last bit. Yeah, um, I've got a garden bed, about a metre wide, three metres long, west-facing, yeah. got a wall at the back of it, yeah. Um, and I just want to uh, sort of plant some natives. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah, yeah, just uh, easy, need a suggestion of what sort of natives. Oh, you can plant, because it's west-facing and most native plants love the full sun. So yeah. um, basically you can plant whatever you want, Shane. So yeah, I would put but a I want them in. sort of high. You sort want of, sort of taller ones? Yes, because yep. there's a wall wall at the back, like there's a wall like on the back of it, like on yep. on the west side. So you want to screen it a bit. Okay, yeah, so sort, of, sort of higher than the wall as well to sort of block out the sun. So three metres high or, or yeah. taller? Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. A, okay, so you can put, there's a beautiful mallee called Eucalyptus fucunda or the Fremantle mallee. has little white flowers. It's really beautiful. You can. Oh, put in, yeah, 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 yeah. I know about that one. Yeah, it's gorgeous. You can put in um, Kunzia baxteri. Mantle mallee. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, okay. And you could put... Uh, in Melaleuca um, uh, Uncinatum. Yeah, okay. No, I, I know about that free now, Melly. Okay. I, I actually like that. Well, that's perfect for you then, Shane. <laughs> yeah. No and need to how go many, any further. Like, yeah, how many, like, would you, like, being three metres long, four, how many four. would you... I'd put in three four. or four. Three, three or four. four. Yeah, yeah. And under that, could you put some ground cover? Or? You certainly could. You could put scavola, which is the purple fan flower, or you could put goudinia, which has a yellow flower. There we go, Shane. There's a few options for you. Good luck. Just a reminder, if you miss any of Sabrina's suggestions, um, you can download the Roots and Shoots podcast. Yes. They stay up for quite a period of time. And each show stays online for a week as well. So you can go online, abc.net.au slash Perth. Uh, find Roots and Shoots. And then you can find last week's show. And in a couple of hours later today, you'll be able to find today's show. Ah, oh, it's all it's And you all can everywhere. have your pen and paper ready to jot yeah. down those things that That's you're right. suggesting to people. Yes. 28 to 10. We better get to Sab's pick of the week. Eb's got the microphone, so I'm going to let her come in on this because you're a little concerned about this, Eb. I was. Now, everyone will be familiar with this song. They might not be familiar with the version. I did question the version, to which Sabrina told me, no, the one I'm thinking of is too slow. So just warning you. (laughs) Thanks, Eb. All right, just a moment. It is that time again. It is Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick, pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. 
I know you're going to dig this. Mm, interesting. Do you have any right of reply or comment you need before I hit the play button? Everyone is going to dig this. Actually, I gave Eb two choices. Because <laughs> how it came about, Ro, I was mm. thinking if I had to run 5K mm-hmm. and put up with the excruciating mm. pain... Uh, I'd need something to really pump me to keep me going. That's fair. So the first choice, I thought, perhaps not for ABC listeners. <laughs> so we bumped and, that one, yeah, or that is that was, the one we ended up with? No, 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 no that, that, one. that was okay. just bumped immediately. Mm-hmm. So the second one is a remix. So it's called Gangster's Paradise. That's just a hint for what's to come. <laughs> All right, enjoy it. You're welcome to get up and dance here if you're at Woodridge, Woodbridge Riverside Park or bang your head or stomp your foot or yeah. run out the gate, whatever yes. suits Go you. Off. And Go those off. of you at home, it only runs four minutes. Come back and join us if you don't like it in four minutes from now. But it's part of the fun. Sounds pick of the week. Here it is. There you have it, Sab's Pick of the Week. Somehow, I feel like that's not the most extraordinary track you've slotted in at 9.30 on a Saturday morning. No, certainly is not. And look, if I was running, I'd run to that. Well, William, who I'm fast becoming a fan of his um, analysis of your picks each week, he has said to me, actually, the texts are going off, so he's just dropped all the way down, Tibetan monk throat music done by (laughs) rappers. Your running stride would be quite uh, chaotic, he says. Well, my running style would be chaotic, full stop. Charles, geez, that's horrible. Oh. Yes, Sab, a fat beat for sure. Mm, a fat beat. Sam from Jero, who we do always oh, have yes, to check yes, what yes, he yes, has to yes. say. I feel like I've woken up in a Russian nightclub <laughs> with the hard bass banging on in the background. The original was way better and is the way with most remixes. Five out of ten. Oh, oh, we're not getting Sam, Sam please, lately, Sam, are we? Sam would, have liked, Sam would have liked Eb's pick, which was done by Coolio, yeah. but it was way Rest too in peace, slow, Coolio. Coolio. Um, love it. Great pick, Sabrina, dancing here at Yokine Reserve during my walk. Thumbs up from me on the pick, Sab. Great show. Thank you. Cheers, Sue. Thank you, Sue. Rap with a Bollywood interpretation. Interesting. Oh, but yeah. not your best, Sab. It is a bit Bollywoodish. No, with lots of O's and lots of exclamation oh, marks. I, I normally love Sab's music, but this one is an abomination. <laughs> I think that's a thumbs down. <laughs> Love it. Great pick, Sabrina. Dancing here at Yokine Reserve. Oh, another, oh, might, have been, might have oh, read that one already. Read, yeah. Was it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Yeah, the audience, thumbs, thumbs up, up here, around thumbs here. Thumbs up so, here. Yeah. You know, that's the important Yeah, bit. look, thumbs up all around this. Thumbs <laughs> up here from all the runners. <laughs> all right, we are still Roots and Shoots, although slightly different today because they've let us loose in the community. They and have. we are in Woodbridge at Woodbridge Riverside Park. And we've got plenty of calls waiting online to talk to us on our way to them. Out to you, Eb. We might have the youngest question you've ever had, Sabrina. This is coming from Bobby, who's only 16 months old, but I might leave it to Dad to ask the question. (laughs) Hello, Bobby. This is Dad Adam. G'day, how you doing? Good. That's good. Yeah, Bobby wants to know about the prickles in the lawn. Ah, Uh, He's got ducks and chooks and some bin chickens, and we don't want to put a spray that's going to affect them. So is there any organic... Um, like yep. pre-emergent or some kind of spray for like bindi and uh, there are pre-emergent sprays but not for bindi because it'll take out other oh. stuff most of the pre-emergent sprays stay in the soil for a long time so I wouldn't do it if you've got chickens and things 
One thing you can do is with toddlers is you put a foam suit on them across their hands, knees and feet and legs. Yeah, okay. You put them out in the yard and just let them crawl through. Then all the prickles stick to the That's foam. A good idea. Yeah. We did that with the kids in Kalgoorlie. You know, the big <laughs> the double, double Gs. Gs. Yeah. So we made them these big, thick foam foam thongs. And, they, and we strapped it to their feet and they stamped around and picked up. Honestly, the best thing is hand-weaving them. Is it? I know yeah. that's awful, but... It's the only way. Yeah. yeah. The pre-emergent sprays I wouldn't use. And really. even normal sprays are bad for ducks and chooks. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because yeah. they, you know, they scratch and yep. eat. Yeah. So, hand-weaving. Or yeah. get that little foam suit. Yeah, I think that might be on <laughs> the him, cards. Put him to work. He likes <laughs> the microphone. He wants to chat, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> Super cute. Thank, Thank you. you, and thanks for your question. Uh, let's head to our callers now. 1300 720, though I know there's a few of you waiting in the queue, so there might not even be any lines. So please be patient with us as we make our way around. We're going to head to Maureen, who's in double view. Hi Sabrina, firstly, did you get my um, email? I sent some pictures, I don't know whether oh, they come through, yes, of, the dra- yes. of the dragon tree. Yes, We've yes. Got, then we just right. got a bit of glare here on our screen, but we're trying to oh, see yeah. them as best we can. Uh, it's not looking good. Uh... <laughs> okay, that's okay. I'll tell you what the problem is. Yeah. So I planted these job. dragon trees cutting in August. Yeah. And to date, they don't appear to have taken root, as they're quite wobbly uh, when I check them for stability. So how yeah. long do they take to establish roots? They're in good quality potting mixed with perlite. Should I retry, yeah. take them out, dry them out completely for about four weeks with a different type of soil, or should I just ditch? Yeah, no, don't ditch. But what you do need to do, you have to take all those lower leaves off. So... Pull, that, pull off the lower leaves, pull them out of the pot and let them callus over for two weeks. So dry them out for two weeks and then repot them. So all those leaves that are looking a bit dead, I take all those off, do I? Cut them off. Cut them off. Pull the whole cutting out of the pot. Leave it on a veranda or somewhere for two weeks, then repot it. In any type go. of particular soil? Just potting mix, not soil. It has to go in potting mix. Yeah, it's in potting mix, so just a good quality potting mix. Yep, yep, that's it. And no perlite? You can put perlite in if you want, but only a small amount. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Maureen. Thanks, Maureen. Uh, Out to you, Eb. So I've got Stuart here from Darlington who tells me that Darlington is the home of gardens. So here's a question for you, Sabrina. It's true. Hi, Stuart here. I have a, um, a question relating relating to the root system of my 40-year-old wisteria. Yeah. Uh, um, we've had some uh, trenching done just yesterday. Yeah. I asked the electricians to keep well away from the roots of the wisteria, but nevertheless, yeah. their root, the root of the uh, cabling needed to go right near it. And as a result the um, 40-year-old wisteria fell to one side. Uh. So my question is, um, can the root system survive the tree being pulled back into position and um, attached to a a tall pole to give it some sort of stability while the roots re-establish? Absolutely. Thank you very much, Sabrina. Because it's 40 years old, it will be fine. 
Um, now you may you may lose a few more flowers next spring, but they have a really, really extensive root system, which will go a long, long way. So definitely pull it up, tie it up. It will recover. Thank you very much, Sabrina. That's such heartening news. Yeah, my <laughs> Thank pleasure. you very much. And look who's arrived. This is my beautiful granddaughter, Isadora. Oh, Isadora, say, hello. Say hello. <laughs> She's a bit shy. shy. That's all right. She can just give you cuddles instead while you do your work. That's all right, Sam. Did you do a run in the park, Izzy? No. 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 <laughs> do you like running, Izzy? No, really. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like your Lita, aren't you? She doesn't like running either. <laughs> I like to go skateboarding. Like, once I went skateboarding here, but um, I was like a penguin. Oh, you are! <laughs> a penguin skateboarder. That's pretty crazy. My stomach was on the skateboard. Ah, oh, okay. gotcha. Going down the hill. And you're with your daddy. You're, so you're here yeah. with Olivia and daddy. They're and here. Getting oh, oh, getting daddy. a hot chocolate. Are you getting a hot chocolate? Mm. What am I getting? <laughs> a cuddle. That's way better than a hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming down. You're, uh, you're coming to my place this afternoon and gardening. Did you oh, know good that? Work. Yep, we're going to pick some lettuce and some beans. She brought a bag. She to come make sure. Now. You... Oh, she wants to come now. <laughs> <laughs> Two bucks a weed. Is that the going rate? I don't know. She doesn't know about that well, yet. <laughs> talk to me, Izzy. I'll let you know. Make sure that. Lita pays you appropriately for doing her work in the garden. Um, let's head back to some of your calls now. Deb is in Cabelling. Hey, Deb. Hello, Hi, Deb. Hello, Sabrina. Um, How are you going? I am going fantastically well, thank you. Good. We have a problem with a brief uh, a eucalyptus tree planted um, last year or the year before. It's about three metres tall, and yeah. something is eating the top of it. There's the other ah. trees, new young trees around it, and they're not affected. Somebody right. did tell us and thought it might be possums, but it's a very no. sap. Yeah, it's not a... No, it won't be possums. So there's uh, there's lots of beetles around at the moment um, and they will chew the tops of leaves. Uh, it's too early for weevils, I would think. Um, but there's also a thing called the Rutherglen bug that emerge in spring. So they come out so that most of the beetles... Um, and Rutherglen bug, you'll need to go out either early in the morning or late, very late in the afternoon. So I'd say it's a, it's a type of beetle. Now you can try neem oil, spraying the tops of the eucalypts with neem oil. Okay, and that wouldn't hurt. We've got a beehive. That wouldn't hurt the bees. I don't like spraying anything. No, into the bees. no, you, you put it on the foliage. So the bees, unless the eucalyptus tree is flowering, is it flowering? No, no, it's not flat. I don't know if you can get to the top of it, but it's a bit tall. Maybe we could bend oh, it over. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you bend it over a bit. So the bees won't go there anyway. Right, cool. Okay. So that's your best bet. All right. Beautiful. Thank you, Deb. Good luck with that. We can head straight to Merv, who's in Kawaramup. Hey, Merv. Hello, Hi. Merv. <laughs> Merv. Oh, we can't get Merv. No, he's We, we don't cows. have full control here today, so no. we'll just give it a moment. We'll try one more time for Merv, and then yep. we'll find another yep. caller. Merv, are you there? No, no, no good with Merv. Nope. Okay. Let's try Eni, is it? Who's in Clackline? 
Hi, Amy. You know what? Feel like we might have lost all our callers. <laughs> feel like there's something in the air there that's not. Quite... That's okay because. But we might get a live question from you. And we the have plenty of text here. to get through as well. Oh yes. Hello. Um, a huge big oak tree in Mundaring yeah. has that sooty mould on its yep. sleeves. Yep. Just live with it. Yep, because they it's are, massive. They're enormous. You can't no, do anything. No, just no. let it live. Just, yep, just get on with your life and go. Never mind. No, it still looks pretty. Yeah, thanks. They're beautiful. <laughs> oh, very good, uh, Sab. We've got plenty of texts. We are having yes. a few little hiccups. Um, behind the scenes so that's all right we will push on and we've got text here so hi sab and row we know music has a positive impact on people with dementia does gardening have a similar positive impact Most on people with dementia what do you know sab definitely 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 so the thing that one of the the main senses that we keep our entire life long is sense of smell so in some of the dementia um hospices they're put in sensory gardens because the sense of smell never seems to leave people. So it triggers memories from when they were young mm. and that whole tactile of feeling feeling um, leaves with different textures. Um, but the sense of smell is really important. So they do they know that building sensory gardens for um, people with dementia is is a really positive impact on their life and it's very calming for them as well so definitely yeah there we go thanks for that text lynn that was a bit different and we liked it mm. um let's try the phone lines again and we're going to try brian who's in st james hey brian Hey, how are you going, guys? Uh, thank you for yeah, taking my call. Pleasure. Um, look, just a couple of things. The lady that rang in about the mulberry tree, um, it's perfect time to take some cuttings. So I've supplied my mobile number if she, or in whatever way, uh, wants to contact. Uh, oh, yes, I can do yes. some, cutting, some yep. cuttings for her. Um, the other Lovely. thing is the onion, gra- uh, the onion grass. Excuse me a sec. <coughs> the onion grass. Uh, I wait until it goes to sea, uh, yes. then I pull it because it's a lot easier to pull out. And right. um, yes, I know there's a small bulb at the bottom of the big bulb, but yes. more often than not, I'm actually pulling out both bulbs. Um, right. And then, um, and then what I do <coughs> the following year, I get a barrel roller and I soak uh, the middle of the axle in glyphosate. Um, yes. The height of the roller is above the grass, but low enough to hit the onion grass that does come up, uh, and I use that. And I knocked my onion weed out down to about maybe 25% of what it was. Oh, Brian, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Thank and you. the other thing I wanted to say, uh, the uh, the song you put on, great yes. for my robot acting in the, in the garden. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> All those people that complain about, uh, you know, the song... Uh, I think they should get out and uh, get in the garden and do their robot dancing. It's really, really good. <laughs> More robot dancing. How good on you, Brian. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Brian, for that tip. Let's that just shoot great. up to the hills. Jane's in Kalamunda. Hi, Jane. Hi. How are you? Yeah, good, Jane. Great song, I think. I'm not sure. I liked bits of it, but some bits I didn't like. I think I liked the beat of it. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, um, I've got a succulent uh, hang- in a hanging pot 
our, I can't remember its name because I got it at a festival. Um, it right. has pretty little yellow flowers and uh, uh, tendrils that flow over. Um, my, the 28 have attacked it and eaten all the little succulent pods and right. um, stripped, stripped some of the tendrils. And it's looking a bit bare and sad. And I'm wondering if they've killed it, if it will survive. How can I rescue it? And I've put a mesh to stop the parrots from coming in, which is okay. my fault because I'm trying to attract the birds to my garden and this is how oh. I hate them. <laughs> a, du- a double-edged sword there, I think, Ro. <laughs> um, it will come back because it's a succulent and you only need the tiniest, like, one centimetre piece left and it will shoot. So I would give it a half-strength dose of liquid fertiliser um, and then... Wait until it gets triple triple its size and then put slow-release fertiliser on it and give it another dose of liquid fertiliser. There we oh. go. Thank you, Jane. Um, we've got questions coming through. We've had callers ring up and just leave their questions. Uh, Yvonne in Allenbrook, she has heavy clay sab with six fig trees in one bed, three varieties. The leaves fell off, so she can't identify each right now. Two are growing well, but have no fruit, or the fruit doesn't mature. It dries out. A third is perfect and has good fruit. Yvonne wants to know what's going on with the trees and the no dry fruit versus those Okay, with fruit. so some, if they're all different varieties, they're going to have different fruiting times. Some of the old-fashioned figs actually need a pollinator, which is a wasp and they need a pollinating partner. Some of the fig trees give what's called a breba crop, which is a a dry fig. Then they fall off. Then you get your real figs. I am astonished that she is in Ellenbrook and has heavy clay because that is built on a sand plain. So I don't know where her heavy clay comes from, but well done. (laughs) Uh, so it'll be a varietal thing. Okay. Uh, we've got time for a couple of emails before uh, 10 o'clock, so we'll get to some more calls, some more emails. Uh, Perth Weekends at your.abc.net.au. Hi, Sabrina. I'm wondering what is causing one side of my rose bush to wither. The bark at the base appears to be very dark in colour. Is it rotting away? This is from John in Mount Lawley. Oh, that's like a rose canker. Yes, it is. Mm. Yes, it is. So that whole branch needs to be cut off at the base of the rose. So right down the very, 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 very bottom. Once you've cut that off, disinfect all your pruning tools. So really important if it's um, canker that can be transmitted to other roses unless you clean your little pruning tools. Out with the metho. Out with the metho. Yes. Uh, All right, let's go to Brad now, who's been waiting patiently online. 1300-222-720. If you want to get in really quickly, we might have time for one or two more calls. Hey, Brad. G'day. I have a babaca fruit tree. Yeah. And I don't know how to propagate it because the only information I can find is to chop it off at the base and start from the shoot. So I'd like to not kill the tree. Yeah, no. I wouldn't be doing that. So you can actually take cuttings mid-summer. So it won't work. So you need the tip cuttings mid-summer. If you take them any other time, they're not going to work. And, of course, you can grow it from seed. But then it can take many years, (laughs) many years to fruit. Um, But soft tip cuttings in January 
will you should have luck with those. All right. I'll give that a try. Thank you. Okay. Beautiful. Very good. Thank you very much for your call. Hey, have you been on your best behaviour today? Mm, yeah, I reckon I've been pretty good. Is that because the boss is here? No, not at all. Sarah knows me so well and she's seen me do horrendous things over the last <laughs> 25 That's years. That's true. <laughs> she's just smiling and nodding. <laughs> it's taken me an hour to recover from that run. Oh, good job, though. You did the full 5Ks, didn't you? I did. I did. Good I'm very, very proud of myself. Oh Someone had to fly the ABC Perth flag for the full five. So good yeah. job, Sarah. Well, Damien Smith as well. He came yeah, in the full Yeah, that's right. Damien. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did. He said yeah, he was going yeah. to do it. Oh, yeah. good on him. Yeah. What a legend. Did you have a gardening question? I do have Sarah? a gardening oh. question. Oh, so my Lord. You better answer this right. I was going to ask you a citrus question because I've got two of those, but I thought I'd go with a traditional passion fruit question. Oh, excellent. First crop this year, thousands yeah. of passion fruit, but now all the middle of the vine, no leaves at all, and there are only leaves at the ends of the vine. I've espaliered it along a fence. Yeah. Uh, how do I prune it? What do I do? Okay. So not good time to prune now. So you can't prune it until the end of summer. But hard prune it, Sarah. Hard prune. What, to where there are no leaves? To where there are no leaves. You can prune it right back. So if nothing's shooting in that middle area, hard prune at the end of summer. If you do get leaves this winter, leave it until September. And then in September, you can take two-thirds off. Okay. Two-thirds. Right. Yeah. Well, that'll be just about all of it. All of it. (laughs) (laughs) There will be no leaves. (laughs) But I wouldn't worry about it because you've got possums and, of course, rats. But the possums love grapevine leaves. Well, we made a possum box. Yeah. uh, And the bees have invaded that. Yeah. Apparently, if you put, um, you know, the collars you put around pussycats for uh, fleas? Yeah. They put those in in the parrot boxes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a bit late for ours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. In fact, okay. it's it's so late, they've swarmed. You've so. got honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let's see if we can. Good job. That better work. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. Be fired. I know. I'll be in um, trouble. Let's get one last call in. Josh has given us a call from Woodvale. Hey, Josh. Going. Good. How can we help? Um, I've got some Chanticleer pears that were planted last year. Um, they were planted yeah. about two metres, two and a half metres. Um, the leaves uh, came on about November last year. About a month later, they started browning and blacking on the edges. I'm just wondering if you have any ideas as to what caused that, given that I was watering them excessively because they were new, newly yeah. planted. Um, yeah. Any ideas what might have caused that? Yeah, it's um, a reaction to the soil type probably. So do you know what I'm going to tell you to do this winter? I want you to dig them up and replant them. I want you to get some clay compost and cow manure and replant them either that or now you could dig a little moat around them make the moat uh 15 centimeters wide and four centimeters deep fill the moat with compost clay and uh manure very good 
Well, I think we're done here, Sab. I think so. Thank you. Thanks for coming out and playing with us. Oh, it's my pleasure. I haven't been here since six. And we'll make sure people are listening to the ABC Radiothon on Thursday because you've got a prize up for grabs again. I do. I believe this week. So make sure, listen to ABC Radio Perth. You'll get more details on that. Thank you to Marty. Thank you to Eb. Thank you to Emma. Thank you to Sarah, all for coming down. To Elena and to Jackson, who've been back in the studio keeping things going. Um, And John from Woodbridge Riverside Park Run, who's um, been an absolute champion getting us down here and took us two goes but what a beautiful day thank you to everyone who's come down and said hello congratulations to everyone who finished park run and what a perfect way to start the day hope you enjoy the rest of your saturday you've been listening to an abc podcast discover more great abc podcasts live radio and exclusives on the abc listen app